Now, for the past few months, Cuba has been in the grip of a crippling fuel crisis. People on the island have had to endure days-long queues for petrol as well as widespread blackouts. Now the Cuban leadership has turned to an old ally to help ease the crisis, Russia. From Havana, our correspondent Will Grant reports. It's hard enough for Cuban taxi driver Jorge Yoro to keep his Soviet-era larder on the road. Spare parts are scarce and expensive. But recently, even filling the tank turned into a days-long ordeal. Over the past month, petrol shortages in Cuba became so severe that at their height, the queues at the petrol pumps stretched for several city blocks. Thousands of waiting customers were organized into WhatsApp groups. Jorge is number 426, and he's just been told it's his turn. But at the petrol station, the tanker hasn't arrived, and no one knows when it's due, much to the driver's frustration. There are many problems with this system. It has not been designed well. If Cuba's latest challenge has been in fuel, then the queues at the petrol pumps must be set into context of other major challenges the island has faced in recent years. In food security, inflation, electricity provision, it must feel to the beleaguered Cuban people like the country simply lurches from crisis to crisis, forcing out an entire generation of young people from the worst economic conditions since the 1990s. The root of Cuba's problems is a potent combination of government mismanagement, global economic downturn and the decades-long US embargo. To alleviate the situation, the Cuban state recently signed new accords with Russian businesses, in sectors from tourism and agriculture to energy. The island's leadership hopes Russia can provide part of the crude oil which socialist ally Venezuela can no longer afford. Amid the war in Ukraine, though, some economists see closer Russian ties as only a short-term fix. While you're putting out fires on several fronts, Russia has come in to shore up that unstable situation. But the problem lies in the medium term because these aren't Soviet companies giving out government credits. They are private Russian firms who will demand a return on their investment. After a sweltering day of waiting, Jorge was finally able to fill up his tank. His larder keeps going for a little longer. Like these classic cars, the Cuban Revolution also dates to the 1950s, but both are now running on fumes, struggling to maintain momentum without a significant overhaul in the years ahead. Will Grant, BBC News, Havana.